Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Hey, guess what? It is, in fact, the end of the year. Episode 2,556 coming to an end of our seventh year, our seventh season of Side Hustle School. I want to thank you so, so much for being part of it. Even if you've just listened to a few episodes this year, you've been part of it, and I appreciate that. For those who have joined in throughout the year, well, you are especially amazing. Thank you so much. We have come so far thanks to you, and I'm excited to move forward next year, which is coming up tomorrow, like very, very soon. Uh, So I'll say more about that tomorrow. But today, of course, final episode of the year, and we've got some good content for you. Listener has a literary quandary, a problem, a dilemma. Elaine from Charleston has been navigating the waters of publishing, and she has a crucial decision to make. So the good news is she's got a book deal. Uh, The less awesome news, it's a very small deal. So she'll talk about this a bit. Uh, She's got a contract offer, and she's wondering, do I take this contract for a modest advance, or do I chart my own course in the world of self-publishing? And I'll say a bit about book deals in my response, uh, just because I have some experience with this. So let's hear from our sponsor, then let's hear from Elaine, and then my answer. Hey, thanks again for being out there. It's the last day of the year. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people. Whenever you need it, get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Chris, hello. I'm Elaine from Charleston, South Carolina. I've been following you for years I recently received an offer to publish my first book, but the advance is modest, like very modest. Should I accept this deal aiming for long-term gains or hold out for a better offer? Or is this the time to think more about self-publishing? I need your advice. Elaine, first things first, congratulations on your book offer. Yes, I know you'd like it to be more money. I totally understand. But also, just having the offer in itself is a commendable milestone. 
So many authors never get a book offer from a publisher. So, you know, that's great. It doesn't mean you should take it necessarily, but it is great to celebrate. So let's weigh your options a bit. Uh, and for listeners who aren't familiar with book deals, you know, my first advice always is you do want to try to maximize the advance. Uh, a very common mistake uh, for new authors is they say, oh, well, you know, I'll just take a really small advance and maybe then the publisher will spend more on marketing. And that is absolutely the wrong thinking. The way to get them to spend more on marketing and promoting your book is to get them to pay more upfront for it because then they want to earn that back, right? Then they are literally invested in it. Um, so as I said, a common mistake, but you definitely want to maximize because that then that that is a sign of their confidence in the book and a sign of what they're going to then, you know, spend their time on and how they're going to try to get you on good shows and get other attention for the book and spend some other money on marketing, you know, when the time comes. And there's other reasons too, but basically you do want to maximize. Um, obviously, you know, that number will be different for every publisher, for every book, for every author, depending on the season, depending on where you're at in your career, depending on what else is happening in the industry. There's all kinds of factors to it, but you do want to maximize wherever possible. And if you choose to self-publish, well, then uh, you're going to make a lot more money per book, like much higher royalty rates, uh, which we've talked about a couple of times. But basically, you can make 70%, you know, sometimes, uh, depending on where your book is sold. Or if you're selling it directly on your website, you can make 95%. Whereas in traditional publishing, you're going to earn between 7% and 20%, typically. Like, that's going to be the high end. So that's something to think about. Um, what do you want to do with your book? That's what I always ask people. Like, do you just want to have a book out? Do you want your book to be in bookstores? Do you want foreign translations of your book. That's something that's always important to me. And that's definitely not something I can manage myself. Like I love being able to work with a tradi traditional publisher who then sells sub rights to foreign publishers. And, you know, then those, those editions come out without me having to do anything for it. Uh, so that's important to me. But, uh, you know, again, with a modest advance from a small publisher, that may not happen. So that's perhaps a conversation to have, you know, like, what are your subrights relationships like? Um, you know, do you anticipate being able to sell this book, you know, to other markets? Um, and, you know, just try to get as specific as possible. So just to give you a direct answer, because uh, I like to do that, I want to give you information, but I also want to give you direct answers. Um, I think, you know, if it's the first offer for the first book, I think maybe hold out a little bit and see what else you can do. Because if it's if it is a modest offer, it's probably not going to go anywhere. It's not super competitive. You can probably spend 30 days, 60 days talking to other parties or researching more about self-publishing before you make a decision. That is my recommendation. But Elaine, of course, I'm cheering you on. No matter what happens, let me know how it goes. I'd love to purchase a copy of your book when it's ready. So send me a note. Um, I can share it with our listeners as well. Listeners, on this final day of the year, thank you again. You are amazing. I make this podcast for you, so I'm excited to bring you some new stuff next year. Stay tuned, give you a little preview of it tomorrow, and then of course, it'll just start kind of rolling out. Uh, but for now, I hope your 2023 is coming to an appropriate end, whatever that looks like. And I hope that 2024 will be filled with joy, purpose, all good things, some challenge too, but the good kind of challenge. Anyway, I don't wanna go on too much, just wanna say thank you. Happy New Year's Eve, and much more is coming up tomorrow. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School.
from the Onward Project.